All right, we're going to talk Money Matters this evening. I'm Arlene Bynum, in for Alex Pearson, and joining me is Rabina Ahmad-Hawk, who is Global News Radio personal finance expert. Rabina, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Arlene. How are you? I am good. Coffee prices, you know, I kind of tune out coffee prices because <laughs> there's always some disaster happening and expect your coffee prices to go. And to tell you the truth, when you do buy it, even the stuff that you make at home, it's really expensive. And now, apparently, they're going down. I have seen no evidence of it, though. Well, I haven't seen any evidence of it in the coffee shop. So mm-hmm. Starbucks, Tim Hortons, Second Cup, if you're listening, they're not making it any easier or cheaper for us to purchase coffee. Um, I do remember this story from about, from about 10 years ago, Arabica beans, mm-hmm. another word I find very difficult to say quickly. Um, their prices, there was a drought or there was some weather phenomena where the harvest was really bad. And for that reason, and I remember Tim Hortons as well, and uh, uh, quite a few other coffee chains raised their prices. And so that's the reason they give. And so now they're saying, well, prices are down. Why don't you lower them? But then they're going, oh, but minimum wage is higher and the cost of rent is higher. And so there's always other reasons why they can't bring the prices down. It is. And are we just resigned to it? Rabina, from a marketing point of view and a financial point of view, are we being sold coffee because there is research on just what we'll pay for it? Without a doubt. I've always, I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. And I have always been amazed with how much, you know, people will spend on coffee. There was that mm-hmm. latte factor that mm-hmm. we used to talk about. Well, people still do, do talk about it where, um, you know, how much do you spend on a latte a day? And like a latte is $4. I'm pretty sure it takes a cost about 25 cents to make it home. Uh, you know, it's just milk, water, and coffee bean. And I really, my husband drinks coffee. I really encouraged him to drink coffee at home, even though we have three or four coffee shops within walking distance, because it's such a big money saver just to switch that one little thing in your life and to take a cup of coffee with you in the morning, um, it saves you at least three or four dollars a day. And I know it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to get into a more expensive house or pay off all your debts, but that's three or four dollars in your pocket. Rather than and it that. could be more because people usually, uh, people who are coffee aficionados, you're not just going to have one. So maybe you've had one at home and you haven't had one. You have one on the way to work. You have one when you get there. Some people have them in the afternoon and they factor in it to their expenses. And it can be hundreds of dollars a month. It can be. And well, the one thing I always say about things, whether it be coffee or whether it be a sandwich in the afternoon and at the food court or whether it be you driving to and from work. Those are some, I call those luxuries. You know, I pack my lunch, I don't drive to work, and I don't drink coffee. So I think those things are luxuries. But if you get value out of them, if you buy a coffee and you sit with a friend and have a meeting every morning and you get value out of it, then it's worth it. Then, then you're spending your money wisely. You're meeting, you know, your colleague at the, the local coffee shop and you're going over the day's events and making sure that everything is the way that it should be. That, that I feel like, would be worth it. But if you're buying a coffee and it's going cold on your desk and then you're buying another one and you're forgetting about it and it goes, that one goes, if you're wasting, basically, 
then it's not worth it. Some people just have a habit that when on my way into work, I got to grab a coffee. But are you actually drinking it and are you actually enjoying it is the question. All right. The other thing you're going to tell us, which will depress us, is (laughs) now we know the amount of money that we pay in bank fees. It's very similar to coffee because it's a drip, drip, little thing. We don't think of it. We can't really control it. And then when you see it all added up, you're, you're like, what is that expense out of my bank account? Yeah, this new uh, survey by Rate Hub really does shine a light on how much we spend over our lifetime on bank fees. And Gen Xers, the category that I'm in, we're the worst. We're spending $2,800 over our lifetime. Why? Well, basically, it comes down to about $13, $14 a month we're spending on bank fees. And then that adds up to, now they considered um, lifetime I'm not really sure how many years that's considered. It's not really from, you know, from the day you're born to the day you die, but it's because obviously millennials are spending less because they're not as old as the Gen Xers or the boomers. But um, so they're saying those who've had a bank account for one third of their life, however they came to that conclusion. But what it really does shine a light on is that millennials are savvy when it comes to bank fees. They're not paying as high bank fees as Gen Xers. Um, They're looking for cheaper options. They're looking for no-fee banking. They're not doing things like... Uh, that create a lot of fees. And boomers are not paying as high bank fees because there are a lot of bank uh, accounts that give boomers a discount. So they don't pay as high fees just simply because of their age. Now, when we go through this, do you think that people will actually change? Because it's not one of those things that you feel that you can control. Well, I've met many people who feel that bank fees are just a fact of life. They have to pay them. And I'll tell you, I haven't paid a bank fee unless I accidentally go below zero on my bank account Uh since 1999. I have not paid a bank fee and I get free checks. So you can probably figure out where I bank. I don't want to really advertise Mm -hmm. anything. But there are so many no-fee options out there. And it can even be with your own. If you're with one of the big five banks, um, you can carry a balance and get a lot of freebies that way if, if you want to. Or you can go to a smaller outfit and get no fee banking. It doesn't make any sense for anybody in Canada, no matter where you live, to pay fees on your everyday checking and savings account. Yes, if you run a business and you have complicated banking things happening and money going in and out and you need a more sophisticated bank account, I'm not even sure what that would mean. Maybe you do have to have fees, or maybe you have someone manage that money for you and you pay them a fee or however it works. But you don't, for every day, like just debiting $20 here and there, you should not be paying any fee whatsoever. What about people who are using their, you use your debit card and you use it outside of your own bank? I guess that's something you would never do. No, I would never do. And now, I mean, Interact is available everywhere. I don't know why you would ever need to go and take cash out and pay a fee and then go pay cash somewhere. I mean, there's been a few times where I, I always remember this time a few years ago, we went to the Royal Winter Fair mm-hmm. and there was only those really expensive bank machines. Yeah. And I refused to pay that. No, money. I'm not paying that because often sometimes... I've had my card stop because there was something funny going on. Oh, those. my gosh. Yeah, so that's a totally different story. But, I mean, I just don't want to pay, like, 5 bucks to no. take out $60. So between my husband and I, we had 32 33 bucks in our two, you know, individual wallets. And so we thought, let's just make it work for 32 because everything was cash there, all the food. And we made it work. So the point of my story is, is that avoid the bank bank machines that cost you a lot of money. But sometimes being creative with the cash that's in your wallet, I think if we would have been able to use our credit card, we would have spent 100 bucks. 
I think so. That's my personal sort of assessment because we would have bought a lot more things. We might have bought some touristy things for our kids to take home. No, but it's so great, the Royal Winter Fair. I can't imagine coming out of there for $30. $33. I mean, we just, we, we really were savvy with the food that we chose and we made sure it had like the most amount of food it was you know we were smart about it we didn't buy any little trinkets for the kids Ah, well i'm horsey horsey so i can't get out of there and i'm always whatever the a certain horse is wearing is what my horse is oh i see i see so it's totally different for us it was very much a spectator kind of event we just went and looked and came home I know, but Rubina, I just want to finally ask you, can we live our life like this? Uh, You know, should you, is it about the little things? Is that what the message is? Because some people say, you know what, I I work hard. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put attention otherwise. Are you telling us it's worth the effort? So there is that saying, penny wise, pound foolish. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's something that people should so this is obviously a British saying because they have the pounds. So you get say penny wise, mm-hmm. grew up foolish. on it. Yeah. So uh, often I will meet people who will be really savvy with, you know, the li- like you said, the little things. They don't pay bank fees. They don't get the coffee. They mm-hmm. don't pay too much at the grocery store. But then they don't negotiate their mortgage rate. They don't um, buy a house in an area where one of them could take public transit and the other one could drive, or they could both take public transit, or they could one of them could bike. They don't think ahead to the things that really save you the money, your mortgage, how much you drive, where you go on vacation. These are the things that we will put so much money down without thinking about it, but then drive around the city to get discount catch-up. And that's something that I don't believe in. I think that the big stuff is what you should focus on. So when you're going to renew your mortgage, you better be talking to every bank to get the best rate possible because that's going to save you thousands of dollars. Um, at the grocery store, if you're buying all even food full price at the most expensive store, as long as you're eating everything, that's still cheaper than you going out for dinner every night. So there, there are ways that you can look at all those expenses. But yeah, turning the tap off a little bit on these little things will put money back in your pocket. You just have to make sure you take that money and pay your debt with it or take that money and save it. You can't just spend it on something else. Rubina Ahmed Hawk, thank you for joining us. Have a great night. Thank you. All right. Ravina, Global News Radio personal finance expert. This is Global News Radio.